Enjoy this flyover clip. We're swayed by either yep. too much in the past, you know, living yep. in guilt and shame or this or that, or you pass victories, you know, it's like, man, when I was in high school quarterback. I was the, you know, your kind of, your mind is what maybe has happened in the past, well, which is, which is good. Maybe celebrate what God's done for you in the past, but, and then maybe worried about the future, you know, and, and stressed on a, on a thing, mm-hmm. but you know, in, in the moment, sometimes not being either place and you're sort of always in hologram land because you're not really yeah. in that moment. Now you can be in that moment, but hear from God. And that's the, the prophetic anointing It's like, God is, mm-hmm five miles up the road ahead telling you, Hey, there's traffic up here or whatever, you know, kind of analogy. And you're getting that information, you know, in the now, but when we take ourselves out of that now, you know, into the future, we're sort of out of where God can use us the most in this minute. You know, listen at the heavy things you're talking about right now. (laughs) Look, Listen how deep that sounds. People are probably thinking, dear God, what are they saying? (laughs) What are you talking (laughs) about? You said something, see, that you just defined one of the roles of a prophet. And a lot of people don't think about it this way. You know, Elijah was sent to the widow at Zarephath. He was told he was at the brook Kirith until the brook dried up. Kirith means covenant. It means a cut. And so he stayed there and the brook dried up and the Lord said, go to this uh, widow at Zarephath and I'm going to, I've prepared a place for you there. So he goes over there, and remember, he meets this, this widow. She's gathering up a couple of sticks. Now, you know she ain't got nothing left when two sticks will cook it. And yeah. so she's picking up a couple sticks. That's a good and point. She's going, she's going back to cook a handful of meal for her and her son. So she gets back there, uh, and, and he says, well, go ahead and do what you said. She said, I was just going to make this. He said, would you, would you make me a little cake? And then... Well, I only have enough to, for me and my son, and I was going to bake this little cake, and we were going to eat it, and we were going to die. die. Yep. And Elijah said, well, go ahead and do what you said. <laughs> go ahead and do what you said, but make me a little cake first. So she had to look at him. He said, make me a little cake first. And he says, yeah, you've got it on the screen. He said, bring it to me. Then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says. The jar of flour shall not, uh, will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry Mm -hmm. until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. So she went away and did exactly what Elijah said. And of course it happened. It started multiplying. Well, the day came, her son died. And when her son died, Elijah took her son and he took him into a room by himself and he stretched himself on the boy and he, he prayed and said, well, we're reading it there. He said, give me your son in verse 19. Elijah replied, he took him from her arms, carried him into the upper room where Elijah was staying. Now watch, this is the prophet. Now you've got to see this. He, he, then he cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, have you brought tragedy even on this widow I'm staying with, uh, with by causing her son to die. Now watch, he stretched himself on the boy three times and cried out to the Lord, Lord, my God, let this boy's life return to him. But now if you go back before that, you'll find out that the woman said, have you come to call my sin against me? Mm. Mm. Remind me of my past. Remind me, there it is. Did you come to remind me of my sin and kill my son? 
So Elijah stretched himself on the boy three times. He puts his eyes on his eyes and his mouth on his mouth. He walks around, he prays, he stretches himself again. Then the boy wakes up. Now you got to see this. The boy wakes up, so Elijah takes the boy to his mother. She says, I know you're a man of God now. I, I know you are because of what happened. So the prophet was sent to two generations. Mm. It was two generations of people. The older generation was trapped in their past. Did you come to remind me of my past mm-hmm. sins? Yep. The younger generation was in a time. If you read that text, it says that his breath was taken. It was in a time when there was a sickness where the breath mm. was gone. Well, now, don't that sound familiar to you? <laughs> so Definitely. there he there. There he is, and he he comes to to two generations. One, a woman trapped in her past. Two, a young generation that had just died. Well, Elisha does the same thing, except he stretches himself on the boy and puts his hands on his hands and his eyes on his eyes and his mouth on his mouth. And when he does, he raises the boy from the dead. Now, prophets are sent to rescue two generations every time they show up like this. One is the older generation who thinks that their sin is killing everything they do. The other is this young generation that don't have any direction at all. And what we're doing as prophets now is stretching ourselves on a generation that's dead, a whole dead generation of young people. And we're stretching ourselves on them, putting our eyes on their eyes, our mouth on their mouth, their hands on their hands, so they can see what we see, say what we say, and reach what we reach, and give them an identity and a purpose, and raise them back from the dead in a world where they died. And also at the same time to tell the parents of this young generation, quit living in your past. Your past is just holograms, but it's choking the life out of you. And so that's the, that's the role of a prophet. And you'll find in one of those, uh, Elijah or Elisha, one, it says it was in a time when the breath had left the people, left that boy, and their soul had to be revived. Well, COVID is the time that took the breath. Mm-hmm. And now there's prophets on the scene trying to stretch ourselves on a generation of people that have died. And so that's one of the roles of a prophet. And that's not understood by a lot of people because a prophet knows how to live in the future and breathe the air of tomorrow instead of yesterday and choke to death on today trying to inhale yesterday's air. There's no oxygen back there. It's just Mm. false life. And so that's what a prophet is. A prophet brings that. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how in 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. the, The jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. 
today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com. Dot com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. Still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. 